Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I just so love breathing in the rarefied air of heaven. You should try it. You're going to like it. My guest is an award-winning medical doctor that was an atheist, went to heaven, and can't keep quiet about Jesus now. But that's not why I'm interviewing him. I'm interviewing him because he totally demystifies death. Now, if you don't know the Messiah, there should be fear of the unknown, of death. But many Christians have fear of death. Trust me, you will be in a whole new realm after you hear this medical doctor. Now, Dr. Reggie Anderson uh, is a medical doctor in church every time the doors were open, but as a teenager, your best friends you spend summers with were involved in one of the most horrible mass murders in the history of Georgia. What happened to you, Reggie? Like you said, I was raised in a church, went there every moment I got, um, that the doors were open. But then when I was 15, Jimmy and Jerry, my best friends growing up, were murdered, all six of their family members. And um, I ran as fast and as far as I could from the God of my childhood. I could not believe that a God that would allow something like this so horrible to even happen. And so I felt like at that time that he must not exist because he didn't help my friends stay out of that tragedy. You did a little more than that, Reggie. Did you take your fist and tell me? I really got angry. I ran as far as I could into the forest near my home, and I shouted angry thoughts at God. I mean, I hit my fist against the tree, and I said, God, you can't be allowing this, and you must not even be here on this planet. I mean, or you not even exist. So his new God became science, and through science, he went to medical school, and they just reaffirmed that he should be an atheist until he saw one of the most beautiful things on earth. What was that? It was the human body. I was sitting in the gross anatomy lab, and I looked, and it was a piece of art. It was, I could not fathom that this order came out of chaos. 
something so beautiful as the human body, I had no other explanation other than an artist, a creator. And so I started to think there must be something else. Besides. How did this defy your scientific understanding? Well, I had been trained classically as a scientist in physics to realize that unless there is an outside force, order goes to disorder. That's physical law. And of course, the biologists kind of disagreed with that. They said that um, evolution explained everything, that um, we came out of disorder. Um, so I could not really resolve that conflict in my mind as a scientist. So then I see the creation in front of me, the human body, and I realized the only way this could happen was with a creator. But it still wasn't enough because all that hurt inside of him, all that anger, all that rage, God, why did you do this? And some of you can relate to this. So God knew exactly what to do with Dr. Anderson. He saw the most beautiful woman at college and decided, I want to meet her, but there's a problem. What was the problem, Reggie? Well, I asked her out on a date and we went and on the way home, I was asking her for a second date, but she asked me a very important question. Are you a Christian? And I said, the only thing I could think of, my parents are. Oh, that must have helped a lot. <laughs> so in response to that, she said, I don't think we should date because my life is dedicated to Jesus Christ and your life is going on a totally different path. But he keeps pestering her. And he overhears her saying to uh, one of her girlfriends, uh, this Reggie, he's an atheist and he's kind of a stalker. But that still didn't stop you seeing her. And so finally, he goes off on a camping trip. He promises her that he'll read a book. What happened? Well, she had given me a book a few weeks earlier called Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And my mother had mailed a Bible to me and I took those two books and I sat down by the fireside and I read straight through Mere Christianity and I read the Gospel of John and then I fell asleep and I started dreaming, the most miraculous dream ever, for an atheist especially. What was it? Well, in that dream, Jesus came to me and he spoke these words. He said, Reggie, Reggie why are you running from me? Your friends are here with me in paradise. And I turned and I could clearly see Jimmy and Jerry and all their family and they were well and healthy and I wanted to be there with them. I did not want to leave that space with them. And then Jesus said, if you'll stop running and listen to my words, I have a plan for the rest of your life. I mean, it was such a plan. He found out what he was supposed to do the rest of his life in heaven in this dream, when we come back, you're going to find out, and it was preposterous to him and surely preposterous uh, to the woman. He was kind of stalking. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back to It's Supernatural. My passion is for you to walk in divine health 24-7. That's why I handpicked my favorite healing scriptures from many translations of the Bible, personalized them for you, and made them available in this free ebook. 
I want you to meditate or pray out loud these scriptures over your life daily and witness the supernatural healing power of God's kingdom come upon you. Download your free Healing Scriptures ebook now. We now return to It's Supernatural. So, Dr. Anderson, as a medical student, as a practicing atheist, goes to heaven. Tell me, as a doctor, what you saw, what you experienced in heaven. Well, I turned and saw my friends who are healthy and well. I saw Jesus and I felt his presence and he spoke to me into the deepest part of my soul. And he told me things that I would experience later in life. He promised that if I would stop running from him, that all of these things would come. Tell, tell me basically what he told you. He says, you're going to marry this young lady, Karen. You're going to have four children. You're going to practice medicine in Tennessee as a rural doctor. And all of these things have come true 33 years later. 33 years later. Okay, what about your friends? What about that young man in the woods saying, God, how could you do this? Well, that experience with Jesus radically changed my entire spiritual DNA. I woke up not really understanding what was going on at that time, but I woke up a totally different man, totally converted into Christianity. And as soon as I got back to civilization, I bought a postcard and I wrote on that postcard to Karen, who would not even go out with me. I became a Christian. I had a dream. Jesus came to me. We're going to get married. Is <laughs> a picture of that? Uh, okay, so you become a doctor, but, but you told me also, you, you got this distinct impression, the whys right. of your friend's death. Well, I felt like God knew before their death with me why that was going to happen and that he had them in his arms even before they died, just like he has all of us in his plan even before we die. Are you afraid of death? Not at all. How many people have you been with just before they die, would you say? Hundreds. Hundreds. Because God gave him a gift when he came back from heaven. All of his senses are so tuned into heaven, he can smell heaven, he can see heaven, he can feel heaven, he can tell the exact moment someone's spirit leaves their body. But the supernatural began to overtake him in his medical practice. For instance, explain to me what parting the veil means. Sure. Well, the first time that it happened, I was, had just become a Christian and I was in medical school still. And the job of the medical student was to stand vigil at the bed of a dying patient and to retrieve the attending whenever it happened. And so I was in this room in the VA hospital in Birmingham, and it was in the middle of the night, dark, sterile hospital room. And this man, I knew he was a Christian because his family had been in earlier and been praying with him. And as soon as he took his last breath, it was as if this door had opened on a spring day, and a, a kind of the citrus and lilac smell entered the room as if God had come into the room to take this man's soul and um, it lit up. It was no longer a sterile hospital. What, what do you mean it lit up? What do you, I don't understand. Well, you could just feel 
a warmth. You could see the lights were, had, instead of being dark, it was lit up just like the studio. Now, did you see a specific light? It was a glow and it was up and to the right. Yeah, but how do you know it wasn't one of your medical machines? We had shut them off to make it quiet. Now, what impact did that have on you? Well, it made me think back to my dream, and it made me realize that the reality of where we are going is more real than where we are, that what we are experiencing here on Earth is a dream compared to that reality of where we are going to be. I mean, he's been with hundreds now just before they die. He knows the exact second they leave. By the way, when a Christian dies, you were telling me about the expression on their face. What have you noticed? They always get the gaze of glory. They look up and to the right, and they start to get this glow, and they're smiling. They're believers that leave this planet to go to heaven. It's a joyous experience. Tell me about Irene. She was an elderly lady who had dementia, but she recognized me that night, and uh, she was dying of a heart attack. But she had made it clear that she did not want to be resuscitated. And so, but she asked me one thing before we were uh, going up to her room. She asked me to stay with her that night. She wanted to uh, have an escort because she was going to meet Jesus that night. She actually used the word escort. Yeah. Okay, tell me about it. Well, I was sitting there with her, and, and her heart started to fade, and her breath started to be somewhat labored. And I look at that, it's called chain-stoke breathing, but it's almost as if somebody is being born or birthed into another world. It's just like a woman going into labor, and her breathing changes. And the veil parted, the room again opened up, and a this sense of... Now, when you say the veil parted, I mean, be more graphic with me. Well, it's, it's a very thin space between where we are now and where we're going to be. And that thin space, I think of it as a veil. I mean, it's, it's, I think of eternity really as not something we run toward as much as eternity walks right alongside us and is just one breath away. And once we take our last breath here, it's our first breath in heaven. Well, I think Dr. Anderson's taken away the breath of some of you that are watching right now. We're going to be right back and find out how the supernatural started increasing more in Dr. Anderson's life. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and receive Dr. Reggie Anderson's Proof of Heaven package, which includes his must-read autobiography, Appointments with Heaven, and Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations, plus this powerful DVD, Life After Death, Your Questions Answered, yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9226. Through Dr. Reggie Anderson's must-read autobiography, Appointment with Heaven, you will be powerfully moved as Dr. Anderson reveals what he personally saw 
saw and heard when he visited heaven. Have your doubts eliminated concerning the existence of heaven? Through Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations, you'll read 10 true life testimonies of everyday people who have experienced heaven. This is a book that helps you understand the awesome power, glory, and majesty awaiting every believer. Plus, on this powerful DVD, Life After Death, Sid Roth and award-winning medical doctor Reggie Anderson answer over 40 of your most asked questions concerning life after death. Their answers are based on what the Bible has to say, plus Dr. Anderson's personal encounter in heaven and that of his patients. You will hear answers to questions like, when I take my last breath, how long will it take to go to heaven? What is heaven like? If I die before the resurrection, what kind of body will I have? Will I see my loved ones there? What age would my unborn child be in heaven? Are paradise and heaven the same? Will my pets be there? Plus 34 more questions. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Reggie Anderson's Proof of Heaven package, which includes his must-read autobiography, Appointments with Heaven, and Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations. Plus this powerful DVD, Life After Death, Your Questions Answered. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9226. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9226 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Okay, I'm here with Dr. Anderson, and he found out that his hands are naturally cold. But when he examines a patient, what normally happens, Dr. Anderson, with your hands? Well, they are extremely cold, and when I shake a person's hands, uh, they usually say, comment on it. Even you said something the other day. And um, they start to warm up whenever I'm examining a patient and I find an area that's not normal. Give me one example. Well, I had one patient that uh, I shook her hand, and she was just a friend of my mother's, and I asked her if she had uh, had any thyroid issues, and uh, she did not know of any. And I told my mom that she probably ought to check with her doc. And sure enough, two weeks later, she called her mom and said, you do have some thyroid issues, so. Well, you know, the thing that still amazes me about how he holds hands with hundreds of people, and uh, you told me that there's almost like a breeze that you feel. Tell, describe graphically things you see and feel and sense. Well, there was another case of a young boy that was in the emergency room um, that I had examined after he had injured his head, and I put my hand on his head where he had injured it, and there didn't seem to be anything outwardly wrong with him. And as a matter of fact, I was going to send him home with just uh, some instructions. But as I was speaking the words uh, to the mother, I said, I think we need to send your young son to Vanderbilt to have a CT scan. Why'd you say that? I don't know to this day, other than God spoke those words through me. And what happened? Uh, four hours after I sent him in, the neurosurgeon called me, and I was expecting him to kind of give me you know, up the country for sending a normal child in. But he said if you had not sent this child in, he would have died. He had a bleed inside his head, and we just finished surgery. Tell me someone that died, medically speaking, came back to life, and told you what they saw. Sure. She, um, 
was suffering from a heart attack and we um, sent her in to the cardiologist and he discovered that she had a blockage. He took her to the cath lab, was doing a procedure to open the blockage and she died and he um, did CPR on her. She was flatlined for two hours and he called... You're sure she was dead? I guess flatline is shorthand for dead. Right. Cardiologist called me and said, I don't know I mean, we went on and on with this uh, procedure because I had a resident that I wanted to train, you know, on how to do CPR. And anyway, after two hours, she woke, I mean, her heart started. So we took her to the ICU. Why did her heart start after flatline for two hours? God only knows. And he... Medically, is there an explanation? There was not any explanation, and neither did the cardiologist have one. He just said she, her heart started despite... um, you know, us almost. So if he hadn't been experimenting, she would have died. Absolutely. Okay, let's go on. So three days later, she was in the ICU and uh, woke up and they extubated her. And the first thing that she wanted to tell the nurses was to call me. And uh, so Karen and I went to the uh, ICU in Nashville to visit with this lady. And the first thing out of her mouth was that she had been with Jesus and her family and that she had wanted to tell me that uh, where she had been was better than where she is now. And she wanted to get back there as soon as she could. Was she upset that she came back? She was very upset. And, and for seven years she told me she was upset. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about a patient you had that was not going to go to heaven. Yes, I had this, a few patients, but fortunately most uh, of my patients have actually gone to heaven. And, but I have had one that I tried to, uh, I struggled with, constantly trying to bring him back to the Lord because he was a man that was, had given up on God and many years of bitterness and that sort of thing. And at his bedside, when he took his last breath, it was very, very different than the ones uh, uh, that go to heaven. What was different? Instead of being smiling and happy and, you know, looking, he was uh, very angry and taking, almost fighting his last breath. And um, there was a, a sense of darkness and coldness in the room. So it changed radically very different from the one of my experiences with the patients that go to heaven. What would you say to someone that is facing death right now that is a Christian? What I would say is that you have nothing to fear, that the veil is very, very thin, that we're not running toward eternity, but eternity walks right alongside us, and it is waiting for us. Jesus is waiting right past this, the very thin veil, and that he is loving that we are coming to meet with him. And what would you say to someone facing death that has not believed that Jesus died for their sins, has not repented, and has not made Jesus their Lord? What would you say to them? I would say give up on the old life, accept that you are about to meet eternity, and that if you don't accept Jesus, the eternity that you're going to be part of is not a heavenly one. It is a hellish one. So I would recommend very clearly that you uh, 
look at look for Jesus as your Savior? I don't recommend. You say, here's a doctor. I tell people. I'm telling you, you do not know, even though you might have gotten a death sentence, and maybe you haven't even gotten a death sentence. You flat, <laughs> flat line, you flat <laughs> right. don't know when your end will come, do you? Of course you don't know. But I know this. I'm a Jew. And when I was 30 years of age, Jesus came into my bedroom, and he's real. And I know my Orthodox Jewish father, who was just like Dr. Anderson with his hand in the fist towards God. I know that on his deathbed, he had an encounter with Jesus and said this prayer that I want you to say with me out loud right now. Say, I believe Jesus died for my sins. And by his blood, God remembers my sins no more. And I'm clean. And now that I'm clean, I ask Jesus to be my Lord. Live inside of me. I'm going to heaven! Dr. Reggie Anderson is an award-winning medical doctor who once was an atheist until he himself received an astonishing glimpse of heaven that dramatically changed his life. Dr. Reggie Anderson wants you to know that heaven does exist and that you and your loved ones do not need to fear death. Call now and receive Dr. Reggie Anderson's Proof of Heaven package, which includes his must-read autobiography, Appointments with Heaven, and Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations, plus this powerful DVD, Life After Death, Your Questions Answered. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9226. Through Dr. Reggie Anderson's must-read autobiography, Appointment with Heaven, you will be powerfully moved as Dr. Anderson reveals what he personally saw and heard when he visited heaven. Read the faith-building testimonies that Dr. Anderson shares when God allowed him to peer into heaven's entryway, observing hundreds of his patients as they slipped into the next world. Have your doubts eliminated concerning the existence of heaven. One of the reasons that I wrote this book was to give people hope if you've ever had a question about where we're going, what happens in tragedy, and is heaven for real? This book will answer a lot of those questions from a medical standpoint. Through Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations, you'll read 10 true life testimonies of everyday people who have experienced heaven. This is a book that helps you understand the awesome power, glory, and majesty awaiting every believer. Plus, on his powerful DVD, Life After Death, Sid Roth and award-winning medical Dr. Reggie Anderson answer over 40 of your most asked questions concerning life after death. Their answers are based on what the Bible has to say. Plus, Dr. Anderson's personal encounter in heaven and that of his patients. You will hear the answers to questions like, when I take my last breath, how long will it take to go to heaven? What is heaven like? The sights, the sounds, and the atmosphere. What kind of work will I be doing in heaven? Will a person who commits suicide go to heaven? If I die before the resurrection, what kind of body will I have in heaven? Will I see my loved ones in heaven and be able to communicate with them? What age would my unborn child be in heaven? Are paradise and heaven the same? Will my pets be there? What will happen to my disability? 
abilities in heaven, plus 30 more questions. Don't miss out on getting Dr. Reggie Anderson's Proof of Heaven package, which includes his must-read autobiography, Appointments with Heaven, and Sid Roth's awe-inspiring book, Heaven is Beyond Your Wildest Expectations, plus this powerful DVD, Life After Death, Your Questions Answered, yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9226. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please Specify offer number 9226 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. You know, there are professional singers, and then there are psalmists that are anointed by God. Now, when a professional singer sings, sometimes they can even break the glass. When an anointed psalmist sings, stage four cancer cannot stand in their presence. 